How's it going out to everybody? It's your boy from Brooklyn, Chef Shannon Ambrosio. Just saying, what the heck is going on? I know it's late and it's Sunday evening, but this is how things go. You know, I mean, I can't always get on. It, look, I eventually will. Eventually, this will happen the right way. But this is what it is for now because I have to get other things done during the day. And then I got hungry and then I wanted to have dinner before I came on and did the live stream. So I know the times have been fluctuating lately, but um, that's, that's, you know, that's the way the cookie crumbles. So <laughs> that's the way it goes because, you know, I got to make sure, you know, I take care of some other things before I get on here and do this, even though I love to do it so much. Um, I'm always getting discombobulated, right? Staring at the screen and trying to figure out if it's the left side or the right side or the right side or the left side. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I'm in the, you know, like they say, you know, when you got the double vision, you know, which one do you hit? The one in the middle, right? So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to make sure that I get everything copacetic and in line and everything's working. Um, and I'm going to just check, right? Because that's, that's what I do. I make sure that I check to see that everything is uh, so far so good. So what do you think? All right. All right. So it's working. We're all good. I'm going to turn the volume down on this one. And maybe I could read, you know, some of the comments. I could see some of them here, right, on the on that, right? But once I do this, you know, I could read the phone right here and see what's going on. But that's what's up. That's what I'm going to do now. And, um, and this way you folks could, you know, could start the chit-chat going on. So how's everybody doing? It's, uh, you know, what are we, the second week into, who's with us already? Robin is with us. Uh, Melody is with us over here. I see already. Uh, Brooklyn Moms go dumpster diving. So we're going to talk about that, a little bit about that today as well, you know, because I went out with uh, my good friend Robin and dumpster diving again, right? So in case anybody doesn't know, you can go and I'll put a link in the description after this is all done right so i'll put a link to the episode on the podcast where i had the brooklyn moms go dumpster diving and robin and and eleanor were here on the show with me and we talked about going dumpster diving well i went again and you know the whole idea of going dumpster diving for me is this weird thing one because you know, I'm with my friend Robin Ann, and we're childhood friends. Like, we know each other almost our entire lives. And, and it's wonderful to spend time with friends and enjoy what, you know, what they're into, their process of how they do things and why they do things, right? But going, I, I think going dumpster diving for me this time, because I went with them originally, it was before the pandemic, right? So that was a couple of years ago. And we went dumpster diving. And then I went again just this past Friday. And I always have a blast with uh, Robin because we laugh and carry on and it's fun. And it's funny. And, you know, we'll probably do, maybe I'll go live one time with uh, Robin and, uh, you know, we'll do the dumpster diving again. We'll try and get, yo, I want to get a cam for the hood of the car so you can see both of us, you know, inside the dumpsters. That's funny stuff right there. I don't care what anybody says. But, I think primarily I went this time mostly for just wanting to know. And I don't necessarily mean about knowing about, you know, dumpster diving, right? When we're not talking about, you know, um, 
you know, going to med school here. We're talking about we're talking about survival for the need when it's needed, right? And that's the particulars for me why this time meant meant something different for me was the fact that um, I wanted to see what it was like for big box stores, large enterprising companies that deal in retail, and what it means to them about this whole pandemic thing that we've been in for just two years now. Um, It will be two years. And how they feel about getting rid of things, recycling things, helping people out, and lowering the footprint of why all this crazy things happen, right? The overabundance of things constantly. And that to me, and believe me when I tell you, I blame all of this on the idea of stimulation due to, you know, what we see, media, or the, the, the idea that big, big corporation or big corp, uh, just in general, the way they push services and products to us is absolutely ridiculous, okay? The amount of consumption on, on goods nowadays, and I don't just mean you know, like here in America, because everybody here, everybody outside or everybody in America thinks like, oh, America, they got everything. You have everything. You know, and I say, yeah, but you know, I mean, basically now due to the internet, anybody can have anything at any time, right? Providing you have the exchange of whatever it is, money, Bitcoin, I don't know, blue check marks, whatever the heck it's going to be, so on and so forth. Who the heck knows anymore, right? What currency really is. I very rarely, I carry cash, with me in my pocket all the times. There are generations that are younger than us now, or myself just in general, don't get funny out there. I know I'm getting a little more seasoned. Can't you tell by all them gray, look at all them gray hairs right there. What do you think about the swoop today? I got the swoop going on. I know, don't get it twisted, folks. It's the Brooklyn thing, you know. You got listen to me, especially here. I gotta look, it's gotta look presentable at some point, right? Um, you know, and they got the rugs and the curtains and everything match. It's crazy, right? Uh, um, so the idea of going dumpster diving this time for me was a little different, right? Because I had an emotional connection to what was happening as to why it was being done, right? The first time I went with Robin Ann was because it was fun. And I was like, yo, that's some f- cool stuff, right? To, to be doing things like that, to recycle and the idea of being helpful for people, being helpful when other people are being wasteful. And that's my message for today, right? So the whole idea of today and what I think about and I have been thinking about since this whole (laughs) going dumpster diving on Friday was the fact that how much waste there really still is and how much there's a disregard for humanity in every sense there is. Let me break it down for you folks. And I'm going to show you how, what the difference is between, you know, like, being wasteful and being helpful, you know, those are the two things that we really need to be cognizant of now, right? Like now, especially in times like this, right? Unemployment is extremely high. Economy the, is, is not doing so well. And inflation is through the roof at this point, right? You can't do anything without thinking about what the cost of something was even two years ago. And that to me is ridiculous, right? So here's my thought pattern on this. My thought pattern is, why is it still at this point in time that Big Corp is still, still under these circumstances being so wasteful, okay? So wasteful and harmful that they don't even think about it, okay? 
So we go into these stores on a daily basis and pick a big box store. I don't care which one you pick. It doesn't really matter. All the way from Target, all the way to Bloomingdale's and wherever the most expensive clothes are being sold. I don't care where you go now, right? And I was in this business of manufacturing for a long time. So I understand a lot more than I think the general public of what they understand with how things are in the retail business. So here it is. We, Robin and I go diving and you know it's the big box stores right so and the ones where the chains are constantly uh moving goods okay on a frequent basic basis right when you think about the big box stores so we go down the line you're talking about cvs's you're talking about party cities you're talking about petco's you're talking about uh target uh i don't care what it is big box home depot lowe's any one of them you pick one you pick one what you know the name of that you know that there's a retail location somewhere, okay? And you just pick one. I don't care what, which one it is. They're in all your strip malls. They're all over the place, right? Drive down the highway, you'll find one, okay? Go there after hours. Look to see where their dumpsters are. And I know this is funny, right? So here's the double fold for me, right? Some people get proud, that idea of being proud, whereas like, Yo, I don't dig in garbages or I don't do that stuff or whatever it may be or for whatever it's worth. And people are like, I don't do stuff like that. Bah, 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 bah. And I go, listen to me. Things get worse and food prices keep going up and make it unmanageable for an average home to feed two parents and two children, let alone if you have a pet. Okay. When the price of food has tripled in the last two years, and when you go to the supermarkets and the stores and they're missing items constantly, constantly, right? It's because somebody's controlling this. They're handling this in a, in a manner that we're slowly but surely getting used to. So the idea of goods themselves, the prices are going to escalate just in general because the idea of pricing an item twice as much as what it's worth and and not having to so much product on hand for the companies and not having to pay so many employees to do the work that they used to do. So now they could take that same item and now go, well, it's scarce now, okay? So you put the item on the shelf, you can charge a lot more money for it because the supply and demand happens, right? We all know that. That's the way it works, right? So then what happens? They blame it on the fact that they can't find workers now. I say, well... You can't find workers because you don't want to pay anybody any more money to do what you're getting for now. So that's why this very hard to find employment now is because the idea of the things that were being done before, okay, were done by a certain amount of people to allow those goods to be fluently available, okay? And we're talking about milk and eggs and, and cheese. Go to the store. You see what I'm talking about, okay? And then the idea of it, you know, is... Kind of like the Haagen-Dazs pint rules, what I call it. So the idea is that Haagen-Dazs couldn't afford to raise the price, right? But they got smart about something. So instead of everybody thinks they're getting a pint of that ice cream now, it's actually 12 ounces. So they didn't necessarily raise the price as much as they lowered the quantity. Now, they don't have to produce as many goods because now the idea of the ice cream is still making them money. They're giving less, making more profit, now allowing for less people to work. So how is those items becoming affordable again? How is that going to be possible? 
It won't. The idea of what they put in your mind for these things to happen, right? So they put these things in your mind. There's a pandemic. There's a shortage of work. There's a shortage of workers. There's a shortage of everything right now. So how do they expect the economy to ever recover? That's number one. And number two, how do they expect anybody to afford these goods if these employers are not hiring these people now at a decent salary because they don't need them? So they made it so that these companies can operate with much uh, smaller idea of who, how, who and how many people it takes to get a job done, okay? And then they go back to the old adage, be lucky you have a job, and that's how they get you. So now people are starting to panic, and what happens in panic is chaos. And when there's chaos, somebody needs order. So you turn to Big Brother out there. Because maybe he's giving you a few shekels now. And all of a sudden, you're like, I'm okay. I can survive. And I say, well, you know, then who's, now who's, who's benefiting all this? It, it's the wonderment of how things will progress from this. So when I go out and I go with Robin Ann and we go dumpster diving, and it's great because it's kind of like this weird feeling and this rush that you get. It's almost, I guess, like Robin Hood was, right? So the idea is this. And she does a very noble thing, right? So the idea is if you're going to these stores and you're seeing these items, which is ridiculous, right? And you go and you try and buy them when they're full price, right? It's $30, $40, $50. You're like, wow, that's a little bit out of my reach or whatever. So you leave them. The next person comes along and they can purchase these items. So they purchase them, okay? And then when they've accumulated enough money, the rest of these goods go in the back somewhere, which eventually will be disposed of completely disposed of they will break it they will rip it they will tear it they will crush it they will do whatever it takes not not to give it to somebody who may need this who may want this who doesn't have the same opportunities nor the ability to to obtain this particular thing i don't care what it is and that these corporations and and the way they handle things is that they would rather see it go to waste than to help anybody, anybody. It doesn't matter. Take it, give it away. If that's all it takes, you know, maybe it equals things out. Maybe it gives somebody an opportunity to think about something differently. Who knows? I mean, it's a crazy thing to think about, right? When, when you've, you know, when you're taking items and products of any kind and you're just throwing them in the garbage for them to be disposed of without the idea that maybe something or someone can use this that would really benefit from it and to decide that that, that was okay that you're just going to toss it to me is a hard hard thing for me to grasp after a while especially in times like this especially in times like this so I got to go through this thing, right? Because in my mind, I feel that um, there has to be a way that um, it can be done. And I know it can be done because here's the long and short of it, right? I've worked in retail business for a long time on the manufacturing end, right? So I understand how the concept is. So if you, if you get this idea that... Um, that you take these things, these items that cannot be sold and you feel that maybe they're past their expiration date of what the shelf life may be if it's a perishable item. You have to take certain things into consideration. But 
the long and short of it is this. It, if it's still good in any way, shape, or form, there's somebody out there that can use it and, and that, you know, that may not have access to it. So if once a month or once every six months or whatever it may be, is these companies got together and, and basically found places to donate them, um, opened up community reach outs and, and get, gave the products to them, even if they have to do it anonymously. I know everybody is worried about this liability thing. We tend to get uh, handicapped by that, right? So the idea is that when I worked for big corporations and Kmart and Sears and all these places, Coach, and, and I mean, I've worked big name brand all the way down to Kmart. So the idea is when they say to themselves, well, we don't want to be liable if anything happens. And I go, right, if anything happens, how about there is something happening right now? How about if you gave away all those coats and scarves and hats and gloves and all those things that you threw away or weren't made perfect enough and you walked into the street and you just found people were homeless and gave it to them? How about that one? Nobody has to know. <laughs> like they say, who will know? <laughs> who would ever know? Nobody. You know who would know? The people that you help. The people that you help would now know that it's not about just the number behind it. That it's also about the idea of what the product is, what it does. Because believe it or not, even from the most you know frivolous things out of reach of what we may think is like over the top, you don't need it type things, everybody can account for something, right? Everybody can use something or, or want something or have something, right? Especially if it's going to be disposed of, disposed of and never, ever used, right? So what's the value in that? So, right, is it only a money value on things? And are people just associated with a money value behind them, right, when we think about those things? Is it just the money value behind the person? Or is it the idea of the value of the person that brings the product or the good, you know, makes it what it is? Because the products and the things we have are all man-made. They're all, they're all uh, originate, well, they all originate for some kind of necessity to solve some problem for something of any kind, whether it's, you know, an outlandish gift, you know, all right? Because we all say that, right? You can get by on a Mini Cooper. You don't have to have the Rolls Royce. You can, both of them do the same. We, we all know that, right? I'm not saying that you shouldn't have nice things if you want them. What I'm saying is that if you are using these things to identify what your worth is because of that item, think of how much better it would be if you bought 20 Mini Coopers and gave 19 of them away. I mean, that's, that's what I'm talking about when it comes to the humanity side of things or the humane side of things. If you are in that position, <clears throat> you know, whatever it may be, you know, would you at any point, right? And even for me, would you at any point in time, if needed, if needed, would you go dumpster dive? That's the question. The question is, could you, could you learn to adapt to have to do it for yourself? Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Could you imagine out there how you would feel? How would you feel if you had to do that to eat? to survive, to do all these things, 
what if you weren't doing it just to help other people? Like Robin Hood. Like these items, she gets them and she gives them to people who need them and can use them, who maybe can't afford them. And for what? For somebody who is up there looking down, like we say, from the tower. Isn't it easy to just say, let them eat cake? Isn't it easy to say it? But it's very hard to assimilate if you're never or, or have never been in those positions. How could you relate? How could you understand? You couldn't. But just think. Just think about it. I mean, if we, if we think about it, right? You know, like the Beatles, you know, if all the people, like if we all just had this one commonality and understanding that we're all alive and we're all human, and at some point in time, we're all going to need something somewhere from somebody or something. And just think, if you had an overabundance of something, if you have 10, could you give away one? You could. But to throw it away, to throw it away and just disregard it, and maybe walk down the block and see somebody who can't afford that, who doesn't have that, who maybe needs that. Could you do it? Could you, could you stop yourself and say, that's for you? Instead of just dis discarding it. Like it, like, it's, like it doesn't mean anything to anybody. Right? Nothing to nobody. And I know that's my rant, right? This is, that's my two-minute rant. That's the two-minute rant as to how, how and why and would you. So if you had to, and here's a little, you know, <laughs> the behind the closed door, the behind the, you know, closed scenes idea, right? I, I've been homeless. I know. You can't tell me anything. So when you think about it in such a small thing, of anything can be given to somebody or, you know, not discarded because it doesn't mean anything to you at that moment. It could mean something to somebody somewhere. It just doesn't matter what it is. So, you know, like they say, when you purge, when you purge, you shouldn't throw away. When you purge, you should offer. You should offer first. I mean, of course, they listen to me. There's ways, right? I'm a Facebook marketplace. <laughs> you know, I love that stuff too, right? You, you, you know, hey, listen, if you could resell it and make a few bucks back on it and put the money back in your pocket and use it for something useful, by all means. No, no, go right ahead. It's yours. You get, the, look. But here's my other part. There are things that we just decide after a while we do not need anymore, okay? And how nice would that be to pass it on to somebody else? just to pass it on and it doesn't matter how you do it give it to a charity go find somebody who wants it hold on to it and mark it for giveaway when you see the opportunity when it's there you will it just happens that way right so when i went dumpster diving with um robin on friday i had spoken to her beforehand and told her my sinuses had been bothering me and had been acting up and getting some migraines and stuff and let me tell you something, the thoughtfulness of somebody, right? Because when somebody thinks about the smallest idea of what, what somebody else may uh, appreciate, that's the, that's the idea, right? So, she, you know, I went to go see her for Friday and she had a bag for me, ready. And there was everything for my sinuses and my colds and my Theraflus and Alka-Seltzer and sinus medications and all that stuff. And, you know, of course, 
my first reaction is thank you very much, right? First of all, for thinking of me. And second of all, for understanding, you know, when you suffer, you don't want to. And then the second part is, and big shout out to uh, baby Joey, Joey girl, um, get better. So the idea is that all this stuff was thrown away in the garbage, in the garbage. This is, the box is still good. And Robin checks all the serial numbers to make sure none of them were recalls. And that's the big thing, right? Especially when it comes to like medications and stuff. But we all know they put expiration dates on these things. They're not real. They last much longer than that. But the idea is that the store just decided they got maybe a new packaging or whatever. And they said to Alka-Seltzer, what do we do? We send them back? No, they say, throw them away. And I say, you should be ashamed of yourself. Listen to me, folks. Big farmers, all these people, these vaccines and all this nonsense, they're making you and I couldn't even understand the magnitude of money that they make. You couldn't and I couldn't. They wouldn't have enough paper at this point in time in this entire planet to give all these big pharma companies money that they have supposedly in cash value. How ridiculous is that? That that is the case. And they take this medication that may make somebody else better. This right here will be better. You, you give that to somebody who's not feeling well and this works. Who are you? Superman. Who are you? A hero. You're no longer that, that type of person. You're no longer that company who doesn't care. You, isn't that the reason you make medicines? Isn't that the reason companies make medicines? They buy these patents to help people. That's what a patent to make somebody feel better does. It's for the benefit of mankind. So what happened with this whole COVID thing and lockdown and, you know, pandemic, they didn't do anything to help anybody. And they're still not doing anything. Look. <laughs> so it's a crazy thing when you think about it, right? And... You know, I mean, we went dumpster diving, and I'm just going to show you a little bit, right? <clears throat> so here we go. Look, I have a little dog everybody knows, Sophie. So we went to the pet coat thing. This right here, dog treats. Dog treats. This thing with the fancy box, there's hardly nothing in it, right? This thing's $11 right there. 11 bucks all day you're going over there, right? Now, this was in the garbage. This don't expire till, shoot, next year. Next year, don't expire. One year. This was in the garbage. So stray animal shelters, yo, there's millions of them. People have animal shelters at their homes and what have you. Yo, Petco, go over there, take all the stuff you're going to throw in the garbage and give it to them. Give it to them. What's the problem? I don't see it. You tell me. Maybe I see it wrong than everybody else. Maybe I don't see things the same. Maybe it's just me. Who knows? But I could tell you this. Go walk around your neighborhood in a cold day. Go into the bad neighborhoods if you have to. See all the stray animals out there. Toss them. Let them eat them. What's the difference? Don't throw it away anyway. Right? I mean, come on, folks. We're not talking about solving world hunger or you know uh, homelessness or you know any of these things on a mass scale but just think of the possibilities that it, it, we could lighten the load 
individually. How crazy is that? How crazy is your mindset when you think that way? Okay. I understand all these big companies, they have lots of money. And I understand people, uh, certain people have lots of money. And there are certain things that they do to make that kind of capital. Okay. And kudos to everybody. But when I hear people worrying about discovering places on another planet and taking trips for millions and millions of dollars with all these people with money, when there's a pandemic going on, and, you know, $300 million can be used to, to feed and, and house a lot of people. Yo, that's a little weird to me. You know, it's just kind of like, all right, great for mankind. But, you know, what are we doing now? <laughs> we letting people starve? Come on. It's crazy. So why is the money being done that way? Why aren't we giving the money to agriculture? Let's do that part right there. Let's do something that's so, you know, phenomenal for the entire planet at this point, because, I mean, basically we're all together now. I mean, between the Internet and everything else and this thing, we've shortened the wave. We've shortened wavelengths and lengths and distance and time for everything, for everybody at this point. So why not lighten the load just a little bit? You know what I mean? Kind of get things moving around for everybody, right? We all talk about being equal and wanting the same things and everything. There is a way. I'm sure of it, you know. And we could start by making sure that these big corporations that sell retail products, and I don't care what they are. I don't care what it is you're selling. If you're selling something and it's a product, tangible product, you should have to donate a certain amount every year. You should. It should be a, a you know, requirement. You should be able to, you should have, you know, certain things that have to be done, right? So if you're willing to throw away $40,000, $50,000 worth of merchandise every year, you know, I say give it to somebody. Well, I throw it away. <laughs> I mean... Sometimes you, you listen, you don't have to be the smartest person ever anywhere. But when a conversation comes up, you got to be the smartest one talking about it. You have to think about things differently for everybody, not for just, you know, not just for yourself. It's great that Elon Musk is doing all the things he's doing. But, you know, as a collective, when we grab all these people that have all this influence and all this money and we just take them and shake them for a little bit and say, hey, listen, all this right here and all this up right here. What about everything here at this level? What about everybody here at this level? What about that one right there? How about handle that one? And listen, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you shouldn't capitalize on an idea that you have. And if you're smart enough to make a lot of money at it, then that's even better. But the idea of getting everything that you have and then eventually, I don't know, helping a little bit more, it just lightens the load. That's all it does. And it shows the idea of humanity, right? Because we all do this with the, with the idea and the suggestion in our heads that we're going to do what we're going to do because it's the, cool, it's the better of the good. It's the lesser of the evil. That that's makes sense to me, right? So when you think about big pharma and stuff like this, and they throw it away and I say, hey, listen, didn't, wasn't that created because somebody had a little problem down there in the gut section over there? And all of a sudden somebody thought and, boom, and something came up, right? D wasn't that the idea? The idea was to eliminate the, the pain and the suffering and the sorrow of something from, for somebody. So just think of how many people you'd still be doing that for if this didn't end up in the trash, right? How many animals out there wouldn't be hungry if this didn't go in the trash, and I just, you know, it goes on and on. It goes on and on. And, but, you know, and, I, and I'm not listening to me. This is not me being downtrodden and saying everything's coming to an end. This is disaster ready to happen. This is me saying we all have a chance to be helpful in some way of some kind for, for whatever it's worth. 
from the smallest to the biggest, right? From the richest to the to <laughs> not so well off. There's a lot of ways that people, just us as people, can be much more helpful to one another for whatever it is. And my thing is, too, is like even if you're working in these stores on the retail level, right, and you really care about what it is you're doing for whatever it's worth, even if you made some kind of agreement with your bosses and your managers and all those things and you all got together and you thought for yourselves and you weren't just being a sheep and a robot and you said, hey, listen, we're going to take all these goods. We don't got to tell nobody or everybody or somebody or nobody. <laughs> we're just going to collect them all, right? And at the end of the month, we're going to put them on the side somewhere and we're going to drop them off somewhere and let some people know where they are so that everybody gets a little bit. I mean... It's not hard to figure out. We're not, we're not, I don't think we're that far off from being uncivilized. <laughs> I mean, and that, I'm not too sure if there's a lifespan or a year um, that maybe we came to grips with it. But the idea is that event, at some point we all kind of were, you know, you know, wanted to be community uh, of some kind. And isn't that the reason we all started gathering together? Because wouldn't we all just be loners and nomads and just constantly wandering around somewhere looking for something aimlessly? I mean, it's a weird situation. It's a weird dynamic when I think of things like this. When I think of, you know, and me, I, when it comes to certain things like that, there's a little bit of pride and there's almost no shame whatsoever, right? Because when you, when I'm go, when I jumped into the dumpster with Robin and everything, and we're digging through the garbage and ripping bags open, and there's, you know, you stink and there's stuff all over you, and you see something, and you know what it is? It's not the value of what you think it's worth. It's what you say to yourself when you're like, man, I picked this up. Man, I'm like, I know I could give this to. I know who I could give that to. I know who needs this. I know who wants that. Yo, somebody was asking for this. Let's see if we can fix this. Come on. Robin and people like this who are doing these things, even recycle, refurbish. You know me. I'm big into that, right? Take something you weren't going to use, repurpose it, and reuse it revitalize it give it another life give it to somebody else who you know may need it because it, it doesn't things aren't made just to be discarded i don't know why we've come into that uh mindset lately is that everything is just disposable it doesn't matter what it is we all think that way and it's horrible horrible now with humanity because the idea we think that way about people right we're so disconnected from each other now that it's okay for us to just be disconnected we're okay with that. It's like they put it in our mindset to be okay with it. It's like we're okay with it. Everybody's okay with it. When you talk to somebody, ah, it doesn't bother me that much. And I said, well, what should? What should bother you is the fact that these things are being done unconsciously to everybody so that we all eventually, there won't be dumpsters to find stuff like this. They'll just be whatever they decide it's gonna be. They'll be decision-making, saying, no more regular food. Soylent Green, everybody. <laughs> Anybody doesn't know. It's a very good old movie. It, it depicts a lot of things. It's George Orwell all over again. Um, so the idea is, think about things as, as, you know, I like to say that you pay attention to piece in the puzzle. If you think about things in a certain way, it'll make a lot more sense to you, right? So you have to think that you're one of many, right? So I'm one of many. There's <laughs> billions of people on this planet, right? But I'm only one of many at this time right now. So if there's something, anything that I could pass on to somebody, whether it's knowledge, 
whether it's you know me just talking nonsense like I'm doing now. Oh my God, who the hell cares? I do. I care. I think we all do. We're just not sure how much. I think that's the problem. You know, and I'm not really sure. My God, are you still talking? <laughs> yes. And I got into this quick today, and I hope everybody understood me, right? Because I really wanted to, I really wanted to touch on something that was kind of making me feel, um, it made me feel bad and okay at the same time, right? It made me feel bad that in these times, in these trying times that we're having now, that Big Corp, and uh, just in general, uh, people have this idea that it's still okay just to be, you know, dismissive and, uh, you know, not feel uh, a connection to things, anything at this point, right? Even other human beings we don't feel a connection to, right? And it's crazy, right? So you know who's getting the goat today? <laughs> Big Corp. Big Corp to me is getting the goat. They're getting the goat today because you're still being wasteful. You're still not helping. You're still only taking. And you're not giving back. And now is the time to do it. Now is the time to show face. Because the masses need your help now. And that's important. You got to remember that, right? Because, shoot, man, I don't remember the last time there wasn't a Black Friday. <laughs> I mean, I, when there wasn't a friggin' sale on something. Well... I know it's hard to believe, but the humans have become for sale. We have become for sale. That's how they live. That's how they work us now. They put us in cultural differences. They put us in racial differences. They put us in financial differences, especially. And they put us in those places because we are worth something, right? There's a value on every human being, and it's a disgraceful way to live. So it's like when you think about it, you're in that neighborhood, you find those kinds of stores. When you're in this neighborhood, you find those kinds of stores. And you can't get away from it because they're telling you that's how it is. They're letting you know. They're letting you know that you have a value. And we know that. And I, I know they, they know that because they gave us social security numbers and they tracked us and they're tracking us constantly. It's crazy. That's my conspiracy theory. But anyway, I digress. I've had an amazing time with Robin, right? And it's funny because we laugh about a lot of old times and, and people we knew and situations and crazy things we did. But most of all, the idea of having a common interest and in understanding that what you are doing, what you are doing at the time you are doing it, okay, whether you think it's small or not, is benefiting someone else. I mean, it's a crazy thought to think about, right? Because... When you take these items, let me show you here. Let me show you real quick, all right? When you take these items over here, look at this. So look over here at all this stuff. You see anything in here that looks damaged, ruined, not good, or what have you? No. Everything there is brand spanking new. Brand new. In the package. With the price tag. No damage. Nothing there. There's, there's pajama sets there for the, for the people, and then and there's little pajamas for your dog or cat or what have you. And then there's the little toy, the little toy with the Santa in it. Makes, I'll show you. I have one here. And it dances, and it says funny things. And then there's the dog treats, and then there's the dog collars, and then there's the other things, and the, 
no gloves and then hats and then scarves and then party stuff and and just an abundance of items that are in the garbage that will that will eventually be landfill and that's it nobody says anything nobody nobody not even beulah <laughs> beulah nobody says anything and it's a hard I, I get into a weird situation because I don't understand how to feel about that. I know I'm upset about it, but I'm not upset at, at, at just the big court. I'm also upset at the people as individuals, just people, because somewhere in this hierarchy of chain, all the way down to the person in the store that's gonna hand you that item after you pay for it at the cash register, there's people involved, right? And I know somewhere in between the top and all the way down to when it leaves the store excuse me somebody's saying holy cow we're gonna have a whole 10 boxes i have 10 boxes in the back over here this person just bought this i have 10 boxes in the back we're not selling them i was told to throw them away what do you do at some point right don't they say that too even if you join the service even if you're in the military and even if if somebody's doing something that is the that damages everybody Right? We say that all the time. Collateral damage. So the idea is that if human beings can be collateral damage, why can't everything else? Why can't everything else be collateral damage? So the idea is that if you know you're throwing away 20 boxes of this, then you yourself at some point have to say, I'm going to take it. And what are they going to do? They're going to fire you? For what? Stealing? Something thrown in the garbage? Does that make sense to you? Does it make any sense? So if it doesn't make sense and it's not for the greater of the good, isn't that the reason why we have things the way they are, the way, you know, Constitution is written, the way the Declaration of Independence is written? All these things, all these things were done because the greater of the good. So if at some point down in the chain of command from the top to wherever you are, something's not right and it just isn't, hence pandemic COVID somewhere down the line in between from here to here wherever these people were somebody knew something bad was going to happen nobody did anything so that's why there's stuff in the garbage and that's why human beings are treated that way because nobody in between is saying it's time it's time to stop things got to change you can't go in the military if they tell you to shoot your, your father in the head what do you say to yourself at some point, you got to say, whoa, can't do that. <laughs> I mean, you know, the same thing here, even on that level, on that level where you know that if you're doing something, that just doesn't, just doesn't seem like it should be done that way. You got to say something. You just have to. <laughs> I'm giving you that opportunity, and I think we all have that opportunity at some point. You just got to say, no. That part isn't any good anymore. We've got to try something different and see what happens. And it's like everything else. You don't know if it's going to work until it works. Well, you're not going to know it's going to, not going to work until it doesn't. I mean, it's kind of the way it is. That's the long and short of it, folks. And you know how it is, right? And listen to me. <laughs> listen to me for the last time I'm done talking. <laughs> My throat is dry. <laughs> um, oh, hell no. Yeah. Um, Please uh, subscribe to my channel if you're not and you want to carry the conversation on. 
I'm sure and I hope you do, right? So if you do, just leave any questions and comments. Just leave them down below, you know what I mean? I read them. I respond to them. You may not like what I have to say, but I will, <laughs> I will, I'm going to tell you some. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, and listen to me. If you really like it, ring the bell so you get notified when I put a video up, when I do a live stream on my podcast, so I put something up on the podcast channel, okay? Um that's the way it is. Don't get your bell rung twice, man. That's not going to be good. Um, and listen to me. You can find me on all these social medias over here. And here's another one, right? And I'm going to put the overlays up here soon. Uh, soon as I, I'm going to get to working on them uh, this week. I'll have them up for the next podcast. Go over down in the description and you will see that there are links to my other two channels over there. And even on my homepage for this one, you'll see the links to my other two channels. I have the cooking and eating and the building and fixing channel. Go over there and subscribe to them too, please. That's all. And you see the social media, you know, just find me on the social medias and, uh, you know, follow me. Let's be friends or whatever, you know. I mean, I appreciate all of you out there. Believe me when I tell you. And if you like this... Thumbs up. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> hey, if you don't like it, somebody else might, right? So if you don't like it, all right, then do this. Go over there, right, and share this out with somebody, right? Get them, get them just an, as annoyed at me as you are right now. <laughs> I can't help that. Right? I'm not for everybody. I'm only for a chosen few. That's just, you know, that's the up and down of it, right? So just keep your meat boys. Don't get the cleaver, you heard? Um, but share it out with them, right? Who knows? Maybe they it may get think this is totally hilarious. I mean, I do. I mean, I do this. I try and think about crazy things in my head that I want to share with you people. I don't know how I feel about it sometimes, but I just know about it. And over here, you'll know. Um, I do the podcast here on YouTube. That's where I do my live stream uh, on the video sense. But I also have the podcast on, here we go, on all these other platforms for podcasts where you can just listen to it, the audio part of it. Um, and the links for all this stuff are in the description below. So go in the description below. You'll see also the link to my website. Go over to my website. I got some cooking and eating merch. I'm going to get some other merch up on there soon. And go over there and support your boy for a little bit or something or whatever. Just you know, whatever. I ain't throwing the stuff in the dumpster, so you ain't gonna come by. Listen to me, don't come by my house with dumpster diving because the only thing you're gonna get is kicked right up in the pants. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> That's for sure, for sure. I don't know what else to tell you here. Um, but yo, check this out. Hold on. <clears throat> so, yo, so Robin and I, we went, dump look at this. Yo, it's got the tag on it. Look, it's brand new. Tag on it, works, batteries in it, not a stain, not damaged, nothing. Listen to me. There was a whole case of these in the garbage. A whole case. There was at least 12 of these in the garbage. Did I say it one more time? In the garbage. So the people at this, in this store were like, there's no kids and there's nobody that I know that would get a kick out of this or that would brighten up their day. A child with no toy for Christmas. How about that one right there? Okay? So you take these items and you push them and you give them to somebody. I don't care who it is. I don't care if you got to walk the streets and hand it to somebody. Do that. It's better than disposing it, going into a landfill. Plastics and whatever else this thing is made up of. And it's kind of cool. It's uh, You press the hand. 
and he fought. He fought. It's hysterical. It is hysterical. I don't care what anybody says. He's funny. All right? He makes you smile. I mean, what else? I mean, and they threw them away. A whole box of them. So it's crazy when I think about these things. Pet toys, right? So Sophie's going to get this, right? So you got... You got the pet toy, and then it's this cool little bandana because I put them on Sophie and stuff. It's cool stuff. It's uh, got the plaid right there. She could be in the shop. I mean, bang, beep, bang, boom. Little Bob Vila, huh? Um, the little plaid uh, neckerchief there, right? And I got a bunch of parties. Yo, party stuff like the party centers, they throw everything out. They throw it out. So don't, you wait till next year. That's it. You go to the dumpster, you grab it. Then the next year comes, you use it. And everybody's being helpful. It's crazy. It's a crazy world we live in, folks. So try and get it organized, will you? That's all I got to say. You know this is the ENN Studios, um, so everybody knows that. Um, but I think that's it. I really just want everybody to know that, you know, try not to be too wasteful, okay? Try. Try as best you can. Try not to be wasteful, right? For whatever it's worth. If you, if you enjoy something, then by all means, enjoy what you do. Enjoy. If you collect things and you do this and you do something, enjoy what you do. Don't be wasteful in your, in your mind thoughts about why you have things or why you need something. Be conscious of that. So instead of being wasteful, be helpful. It's really that easy. Really, really that easy, you know? And you know my message, folks, and that's the same. And that's every day is a good day. And if you give a smile, you're going to get a smile. So, folks, give a bunch of them smiles out there. And don't forget, go dumpster diving. Why not? I'm out.